This is a theory of conspiracy. Here is you, Michael and Jonas Daniel. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first ever edition of the Theory of Conspiracy podcast. Uh, I am Jay Michael, and I'm here with my longtime friend and associate, uh, Jonas Daniel. Hey. Uh, we're gonna, just going to kind of ease our way in here um, and try and get familiar with the setup, get familiar with the way we run things around here. But I think what we're going to start doing always is we're going to try and tackle in the first little bit is something that's in the news of the day. And so I would just like to start right off by going into uh, just talking about the, the gun laws and that... Um, what President uh, Obama had just recently passed with the gun laws and that, um, you know, a lot of it, it seems like common sense wise, what you would think that, oh, well, yeah, I mean, it's just common sense says you would, you would make people fill out their name when they're buying a gun and stuff. Of course. Right. But the issue that, see, I take is that I'm... <laughs> I'll get myself in trouble right off the rap. I'm a little more of a radical in the sense that I believe what Thomas Jefferson said. When Thomas Jefferson said that a revolution every now and then is a good thing. And so using that concept, the Second Amendment, and this is something that a lot of people, they'll say, well, the Second Amendment, I need my right to hunt. I need my right to, the Second Amendment is not for the right to hunt. The Second Amendment isn't even for the right to protect yourself in your home. The Second Amendment is specifically to protect yourself from the government. It literally says to create a militia, to have a well-orchestrated militia, to bear arms, each individual. That way you protect yourself from the government. It never was supposed to be to protect yourself from other people. They were always worried about the government being the ones that you have to to fight against. So obviously the government would be the ones who would want to take away your guns now. Right. I mean, that's the first thing they do is they disarm the people and you go, you go back into, and everybody points it out. You go back into Germany and one of the very first laws passed was the disarmament and nobody was in Germany was allowed to have guns. And they turn them right over. Right. Just right over. You see where that went. Exactly. And the same thing is France was the same way. No guns. So when the Germans marched on France, nobody could protect themselves. Uh, everybody's done that. Stalin, Mao, they all do that. When anytime you, you have, anytime you're going to force laws on people, that means you have to force the people to abide by those laws. So you are going to have automatically a reason for people to resist. So you take away their ability to, re to resist. That's, that's the only thing that makes sense. That's funny that you bring that up because uh, recently I went and got myself a gun. And when you look on that, uh, what you need to fill out in them papers, uh, they got like the mental health state and, right. and all these different things that you you need to have not done in order to own a gun. Right. And it's like... On top of that, you know, have you ever been convicted or uh, even 
why isn't it coming off the top indicted. of my tongue? Indicted on a felony charge. Now, who are the people that are going to stand up and fight against right. fight against the government besides the people that have you know, felonies hanging over their have heads? Have felonies hanging over their heads because of stuff they've done that they believe in sometimes even you know what i'm saying yeah no absolutely and then the mental health thing you know what i'm saying how many people are are considered mentally ill because they have some kind of theory about about what they could do to stand up to the government and then they have something mentally wrong with them so they can't have a gun right especially in today's society where everything's a disorder it used to be back in the day, you know, how they talk about, well, back in the day, kids were rambunctious. Now everybody's got ADHD. Back in the day, you know, men once in a while said random, you know, vulgar things. Nowadays, all men are rapists. And so, you know, we have a mental disorder and we need to be changed in, our, in the way we, the way our minds work. Um, yeah, it's all, everything's a mental issue. Now, everything's some sort of neurosis. So, all you got to do is be like, oh, this person might be autistic, or this person might be a little, you know, a little weird or something. And for, no, oh, yeah, that we, we, got, we have a disorder for that. So, you're mentally, you know, deranged now. And, of course, yeah, you go right on. And that's not even the worst part of it. The worst part, though, is that all that has to happen now for you not to get a gun is for you to be on the no-fly list. Which, there's like... Two and a half million people on the no-fly list. I mean, they put. I mean, there's there's seventy six TSA agents on the no-fly list. So, so the person grabbing your junk, you know, and and filling around for a you know a weapon inside of you know a seventy five year old woman's panties, he himself can't even get on a plane and fly because that TSA agent's on the no-fly list. Because guess what? They've got like you know sex crime convictions or whatever. So it's kind of crazy that it's just the no fly list. It doesn't even really make sense that, uh, <sighs> yeah, sometimes it's a little much when you look at, think about it because it seems like, it seems like such an, a logical thing. It seems like, you know, who doesn't want gun control? And, and it, it is. I mean, you don't who nobody wants people to get shot. Nobody wants people to get I mean, it's ridiculous to think people getting killed just for the sake of getting killed. But it's it's one of those things where it's that necessary evil where you know, it's like that. If if everybody has the freedom to say whatever they want, then that means everybody is going to be offended at one time or another. Nobody has the freedom to not be offended. And yet, that's what we're trying to get to. Everybody, if you're going to have a freedom, that means you also get the responsibility of that freedom. And that's a necessary evil. Right. Yeah. Wow, I mean, you got all this different stuff, and, you know, President Obama wants it so badly to, to stop. But, you know, when was the last time he owned a gun? <laughs> to protect himself. Right, yeah, and the 75 guns that the uh, that all the Secret Service around them and stuff have. All right, so this is the end of our first segment. Uh, we're going to catch you on the other side. Stay right there.
All right, and we're back. And we're going to go right into this, uh, the concept of this Oregon standoff. Because, you know, there is a headline out there that says the Oregon standoff could boost Obama's gun control push. And, you know, we were just talking about the fact that it's, it's pretty, pretty uh, perfect timing that right as this militia shows up, all of a sudden the president's like, oh, I'm signing this executive order, making it tough to get guns, making it tough to do, you know, to, 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 to you know, whatever, exercise your, your Second Amendment right. And so it's just crazy because... I mean, the idea of the conspiracy theorist is most people want to go crazy with with it and, oh, everything has some sort of conspiratorial method behind it. There are such things as coincidences in the world. I mean, sometimes you go to pick up the phone to call somebody and that person calls you. Coincidence. It happens. You know, I mean, it's something that happens. And, I mean, I happen to be a little more, I'm a little more spiritual, so... I actually, I believe in the thing, the concept of like, of like a, a reservoir of knowledge. I believe like somewhere in the ether above us, there's like essentially a spiritual reservoir of knowledge that we all tap into. And that's the reason why, you know, that that sort of that hundredth monkey syndrome where when, when a knowledge gets to a certain critical mass, it just seems like everybody knows it. Everybody knows it all of a sudden. And I really do think that all has to do with this reservoir of knowledge. Once enough people know something, it becomes a part of the collective conscience. We all know it. Even if we want to don't want to admit it and we're fighting against it, you know, we, 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 we hate that it's true. We all kind of know it, whether, you know, whether we're for it or not. And so... It's kind of that thing where I I see it as being that we have this, there are certain things that are coincidence. There are certain things that were just meant to be that way. But sometimes it's just, it's just too perfect. It's I mean, too obvious. Right. It's too, okay. You know, how often does an armed militia stage a takeover of a small, you know, building in out in rural Oregon and just, you know, just to prove that, <laughs> that they're the only ones that aren't blind. Right, right. They just they just uh, well, we're militia, we're great yeah, and they just suddenly boom, here they are. And you know what, what 6 hours later or something ridiculous, the president signs in with a sweep of a pen, signs in a a, one of the most you know f- wide and sweeping gun control bills that's ever put into effect. It just seems it seems odd. To me, it seems like it should be illegal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely got the illegal part. It just you know. So I'm not I'm not accusing um, the Hammonds of working with the administration. I definitely think that, you know, it's a much better chance that uh, the administration has had this, you know, in the in the pipe for a long time. And uh, they're just they're just waiting around, waiting for that big 
moment to uh to bring it out but um the thing that the one thing that the president's agenda doesn't do though is it doesn't necessarily call for light gun confiscations and stuff. that's what a lot of people are worried about is is well you know it's restricting access but it's not for people who already have guns it doesn't really do much for them so i think the concept is that while most people will let it go because they say well yeah i mean it's a violation of our rights but i already have my guns and so it's not really going to affect me but you know do you really think what you know what are your opinions on restricting access to guns i mean it's one of those things where other countries don't even think about it. most countries don't even think about guns but here in america you know we're we're cowboys we like to we like our freedom so <laughs> to think that they or let me say it another way to think that we would have our guns confiscated and how about or in the ways they would go about taking them from us. I'm not quite sure. I mean, you're going to come to my front door, knock on my front door and say, hey, will you uh, give us your guns today? I mean, because the way the world is today, I'm not just going to hand them over. I don't know about half of the other Americans. But, I don't know. I'm sure they could use uh, plenty of different things against us in a way to to get towards our guns like big brother you know where they uh if you see something say something right you know have your neighbors snitch on you that's but then again like i'm not quite sure this isn't a topic i'm gonna be too strong on probably right but but it's weird because it's uh it's one of those things it's in the news it's a it's something that people are thinking about because you know there have been it just it's just constant every single time some shooter shows up wanting to get his name in the papers by shooting a couple people immediately it's all oh, the gun thing the gun thing the gun thing um it's <laughs> it's funny to me because um, I keep getting people who send me these videos of comedians talking about how that, like, oh, I'm from, it's usually some, you know, like, like, uh, it's usually a British guy, you know, and I'm not talking like Piers Morgan necessarily, but like a comedian, you know, somebody who's trying to be funny, you know, and they, they got the, the British accent, you know, like, and I'll come from London and in London, even the Bobbies, that's a, that's what you call a cop. Even the Bobbies don't have a, don't have guns. They just have little batons and nobody gets shot. Nobody, there's never, no one's ever shot in London. I mean, think about it. Last year, there's no guns. No one, no one owns a gun. Not a police officer, nobody. But last year, there was only 32 people shot. Right. And I'm like, so they no were gun. shot by imaginary guns? Like, did the person, like, put their hand up and go, boom, you're dead? When the person fall down from a heart attack? I mean, well, if there are no guns, how do you have these 32 imaginary deaths? Or what's going on here, you know? like You know, I'm not quite sure why they're, they're so strongly against the American people having guns. 
unless they have some greater purpose on why they don't want us to have guns. Now, let's get it straight. We're not talking about conspiracy theories. We're talking about our theory. Now, my theory is that the reason they want to have our guns is because they don't trust us with them. Now, how can they sit back and not trust the American people when, honestly, we'd be more inclined to put the safety on than half of our uh, service officers? Oh, yeah. You send, oh, yeah. You send a group of, uh, well, let's say a SWAT team to that building, how many people would have freaking died? Right. Honestly. I mean, just saying. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely that double standard, too. And it's, it's especially a great double standard in the sense that the same people who will argue and rail against police officers in Baltimore will sit there and scream that, well, nobody should have guns except police officers. Well, it, well how do you protect yourself... How do you protect yourself from from police officers? I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that. I believe me. I'm not saying anybody should necessarily go be getting in shootouts. But there is a time. I mean, if if like we were talking earlier before we went on about the Georgia Guidestones, if there's an, an agenda for for depopulation, some somebody's got to enforce that. Well, our our police officers have been being militarized for decades. I mean, you walk around our city and the police don't wear blue. They wear black SWAT uniforms. That's the everyday police. Black with black with black. And it's not like it was back in the day where it's just, oh, just your friendly neighborhood guy on the corner. I mean, you see a police officer on the corner these days. And with very few exceptions, you look down when you pass them because you're not really sure what this guy's going to do. And this is, we're not even in a really big city with necessarily a lot of corruption. So it's kind of one of those, those things where it's just, you know, when you're, you have people telling the police every day, so people are out there looking to shoot you. People are out there looking to kill you. People are out there every day. Right, right. Yeah, and it's just... <laughs> but it's just one of the things where it's just like... You know, if you get it in your head enough, well, yeah, you become trigger happy. But the thing is, is that's why we need to be rational about this stuff and really look into it. Because as everyday citizens, we are... I mean, think about this. We're supposed to be governing. We're self-governing. We send people to Washington... Just to rule how we want them to rule, supposedly. So we're, we're, we have the power to put people in office. We have this intelligence to go to a voting machine and vote for the right person to lead a nation. And yet we don't have the intelligence to decide whether or not we should have a gun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, (laughs) whether or not we're going to put the safety on when we, before we put it under our pillow. What happened to the voting? Right. I mean, well, George Carlin, of course, said that uh, voting doesn't do anything because if it did do something, they'd make it illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I, I have a pretty good. Pretty I want to know how Obama uh, gets these, you know, just 
this is what it's going to be, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean... Mm-hmm. This dictatorial type of power. That's just pretty crazy, man. Well, it's like Stalin just saying, right. this is how it's going to be, and take right. it or leave it. Well, they've been building this up for a while, man. I mean, you know, if you go back through... And you look at how that each president's just been putting, and each Congress has been putting a little more on what the president's allowed to do. I mean, you think about it, we're not the first people to be fighting. I was fighting, you know, George W. Bush back in, you know, 10 years ago, oh, 12 man. years ago, fighting some of the stuff that was going on with that. Because while I'm more or less considered to be a conservative, and I, I am a genuine libertarian in the sense that. I believe the less you see of the government, the better. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that the government is ever a good thing. Anytime the government's involved, it's going to be a bad, a bad thing. And so, I, I've, I've been fighting both sides. I mean, when I was fighting George W. Bush, I was considered a lefty, commie, crazy psycho. And now that I'm fighting Obama, I'm. Uh, <laughs> Now all of a sudden I'm a right wing radical conspiracy theorist, and uh, you couldn't just be an American, right? And I can't just be a free thinking, intelligent American. It has to be something, something crazy. No way. There's no such thing. Right. <laughs> there never is. Right. There never is. That's that's the great thing too, and that's the great that we're gonna get into that on, in a future show. But the this. This ability to just, we've got people trained to where nothing exists. I mean, you can sit here and be like, look at that. You see that? And and the, di- the, the dissidents is just, it's just, they're like, no, no, that doesn't exist. You're crazy. Tunnel vision. Right. It, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's right there. Just look to the left. No, I can't look to the left because it's not there. What do you mean? It's, what? It's. <laughs> the moon's only there when you look at it. Right. Yeah, it's only there when you acknowledge it. If you just ignore it, it'll go away. That's that's what they say about cancer, right? If you just ignore it, it'll go away eventually, on all by itself. The math says this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that too. Is that everybody will say, tell you things like, uh, "Well, are, are, is the is the majority of people wrong?" You know, what my answer is, yeah. Usually. <laughs> Usually, I mean, the majority of people said there was nothing wrong with slavery. Well, guess what? That went away. Right. All right, we'll see you on the other side. And we're back uh, with this segment, and we were just talking in the middle of uh, segments, and we also had a little bit of a rough start here. <laughs> and uh, we're going uh, a little further uh, into the bag of tricks for the federal government, and just talking about the uh, you know some of the some of the ridiculousness that we face on a daily basis with the federal government that we have, and and one of the craziest things is this Fast and Furious. And I believe that that fits with what we're talking about with like the Oregon thing and the guns and all that, because it's all related. You know, when, when you have the president and all the way down, you know, and you have the attorney general and the CIA 
running weapons down into South America so that they can supply drug cartels with with the funding through weapons so that they can determine how long it takes for those weapons to get back into America and and to kill American people. And even if they say, well, they didn't know it was going to get into America, it doesn't really matter. The point was is they were testing how long it took for those to show up on the radar and how long they 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 got back into the country. And that's one of those things that it's like you know, I've said it before, if you're going to, even if you're going to be an isolationist as an American and say, well, America's great, we should just worry about our own borders, we should just worry about us and don't, and, you know, screw the rest of the world. The thing is, though, man, is you can't do that when you're talking about, you know, the, you're talking about the, the, the government saying, we're going to use our own people as guinea pigs. We're going to say, you know, these weapons are going to come in and... And, uh, you know, they're going to, we're going to wait and see how long it takes for, you know, assault rifles to get onto the streets of America by giving them, it it just, it doesn't make sense. You know, we were talking about how the the guns, you know, like, and just what they were doing with it. I mean, what do you think you're going to do with that type of, you know, that type of weaponry? Yeah. I could, uh. I could name a few things off the top of my head that I think they might be doing. Yeah. Well, let's see how many guns we can get into other radical movements' hands right. in order to cut down on population. And, and what is the ultimate goal from them by doing this is, uh, you know, you put you put enough assault rifles in enough people's hands, they might actually... Stop being blind and and you know think about their their constitutional right to to bear arms and stand up against a government they no longer believe in. Right. And this is exactly when they're gonna go ahead and stonewall us and take it to that next level. And man, I'll tell you what, I I believe that we're so deep into this that the government has ways to not only wipe out massive, massive uh, population, but, you know, they're doing it in so many different ways, it's too hard for people to wrap their heads around it. Right. Like, first off, you got this, this Fast and the Furious, uh, and guns are just going to be pouring, pouring into our our city centers, like, and these are going to end up in in the hands of of so many. Well, the radicals like it already right, has like right. like you know Garland, Texas. Where you go to Garland, Texas, where yeah, granted the people were draw Mohammed, so they're trying to be oh you know mean spirited and everything. But the the Muslim extremists who go in and shoot up a a, a cartoon competition in garland texas sure enough they have guns that were purchased from a cartel that the guns were what fast and furious guns so you know it's it's already happened that americans are getting shot with these guns but the point yeah exactly to get it into the hands 
of crazy people so that you can then stand on on television and, and shed a, a shed a tear and act like you actually care. Act like you actually care about the people who are dying. And again, this it, it all goes back to the part we haven't even talked about with this, and that is that basically it was it was a swap. It wasn't money. It was we're giving them guns. Well, what are we getting in return? Heroin. A seven forty seven picks up and takes shipments of heroin, just tons by the ton, into an isolated abandoned strip out in the middle of nowheresville arizona and we got atf workers you know protecting it making sure that it gets into the streets and and gets gets in to the people's hands and i i i don't believe at all there's it's just a coincidence that all of this drugs gets just pours in through this this swap with this fast and the furious and all of a sudden we have this 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 heroin overdose epidemic I mean, You're talking about population control on an epic scale. Right. I mean, I don't even want to even think about the statistics of how many people in the last, uh, what, we'll just, we'll put a date on it, the last 10 years. I bet you there's more people that have died from heroin overdose than previously before in, in the world dating back to... Uh, the birth of Christ. Yeah. I, and, I, and, it, and it all goes back to that concept of, you know, you keep the people, keep the people in their own little world, keep them, keep them incubated, keep them high and, you know, rolling around in their own filth and they never fight it. Right. They, they, they never fight against what they know is wrong because you're poison. Right. Exactly. And, and it is, it's one of those things, it's basically just a way of neutralizing the worst part of society. It's not so much that, I mean, you're not going to, like, kill millions of people with heroin. You're just going to neutralize a segment of the population and turn them into essentially what we all know they're being turned into. And, and making them into useful idiots. People that will just sit on their couch with their families and just you know do their drugs and and feel okay and not even worry about what's going on in the world around them even though they know the entire thing's falling apart stay tuned for the rest of the show on the other side Again, we're talking during the break, and uh, sometimes what we're talking about during the break should probably be during the segments because it's more entertaining than what makes it on the show. But uh, we're just discussing, um, you know, we've all we've both had interactions with with heroin in different ways, but with uh, just you know whether it whether it be watching somebody, you know deteriorate because they they got into something they really shouldn't have and it's something that's far more powerful than their willpower is or you know that just you know ODing or any of the issues that uh, that come along with that you know what I find absolutely amazing is how when I was uh, 14 15 years old you know you would hear about heroin 
And, uh, you know, I had never seen it in the physical form. Never. Never right. once, you know. Right. I've you heard seen, about it was you know, I've seen every other drug that there is. And then, you know, I'm moving along in life. And, you know, now here I am, 23 years old. And and everywhere I look, right and left, I'm seeing this this brown substance they're calling heroin. And, and not only me, but plenty of friends, everybody, you know, seeing this stuff. Of course, uh, eventually somebody's going to say, well, hell, you know, maybe this is this is better than taking a handful of Percocets, which, let me remind you, became so, so much easier to get in the in the coming years mm-hmm. that, that heroin steps on the scene. Right. But like a prep, <clears throat> almost like it's prepping right. you. It's like pick your poison. Like the government doesn't think it's. It's obvious at all when really it's right there in front of our eyes for us to see. And, you know, the majority, you know, of the the population won't even pay attention to it. But let me tell you, I've seen plenty of my friends OD and it's not a, a thing to be seen. You know, I, I, I got friends that would rob you, would would hell, they would kill you. If, if it meant them not getting another bag to get rid of the pain that they're feeling because yeah. of this addiction. I mean, even me, I mean, I, I never went as far as that, but, you know, it you, it's just, it's there for us to see and we're being blinded to it. And another thing is these, uh, these off-market drugs that the government's bringing in and and people are acting like it's no big deal and, and almost as is it, it's not even in existence, but it really is. I mean, you got these bath salts. What, right. What is that fake weed called? Uh, yeah. uh, K2. Right, K2. K2. Right, right. Right, and you'll see these YouTube videos where people are having these mental breakdowns from from consuming these drugs that they have no idea the things that are put in them right. or the experiments that have even taken place before they're they're put out there and it says on the package not meant for human consumption well that's like saying you know uh, yeah here's some yeah here's some cyanide but don't drink it right yeah, you know was, I mean, yeah it's uh it's definitely i hear some candy but remember you don't 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 put it in your mouth right it um yeah, and no, definitely, and with that, especially because of the way people go crazy on it. I mean, you can tell this stuff. This is just wicked stuff because it does. I mean, you know, the zombie attacks that that have gone on, and it's crazy that we're sitting here talking about like zombie attacks, but you know, legitimately in Florida, in the United States, and in London, just on a random, you know, subway station in London, somebody just decides. They're going to start eating somebody's face. I mean, it's it's absolutely insanity. But, you know, that's that's what happens when, you know, you're messing around with this stuff. And it's got to be, I mean, some of this stuff is so perfectly put together that it just, it, it's just too perfect. It numbs the brain in just the right way to where a person becomes a cannibal. I mean, seriously? Right. Like, that's, that's some that's like mission impossible stuff. You know, that's the stuff that we always 
you know, 20, 30 years ago, people were like, oh, yeah, right. I mean, uh uh-huh. Oh, I'm sure yeah, there's that's... people listening to the podcast right now that are thinking like, oh, these guys are talking about zombies. They must be talking about the actual Walking Dead. Right. I but... mean, not particularly dead without a heartbeat walking through the street. No, we're talking about even worse than that. Well, they're, uh, you know. They're living, but they're incapable living, of making decisions. But almost with like, uh, even though it's not a parasite, the drug is acting as a parasite, numbing your common sense. Right. And your and your your humanity. Like Right. And and it's weird because in the past <laughs> when you would hear things about like, you know, and bringing up an old favorite, the MK Ultra stuff, it was always this thing about like, oh yeah, but when you're hypnotizing a person, you can't make them do something that they wouldn't do straight. Like, you know, that they're if they have a a, a conscious, you know, objection then they won't do it if, if it's through this other means that's not the case anymore no. we're, we're talking about who literally how many people do you really believe walk down the street thinking to themselves if i had the chance i would eat a person's face i mean seriously it's like and yet take some bath salts next thing you know you're freaking running around in the street like you're like you're like you're the hulk grabbing people trying to it's it's insane i mean and and it is it's this thing where it's happening and we don't even think about it oh yeah another person got their got, oh, got their leg bit today. another person uh tried this uh substance that's just being put on every corner store market shelf in america right. it's not an epidemic or nothing we'll just completely ignore it and act like it didn't happen today just like we do all the other things when we look at the tv Right, the cognitive dissonance, this ability to, and it happens by, it's it's on purpose. What it is, they they show it to you on purpose. They do something, and then they tell you they're not doing it. I mean, they they sit there and they say, oh, we're not going to restrict your guns, and they restrict your guns. Oh, we didn't just pass a law in Congress that says whatever, and then, yeah, they did pass. You, You see the law, and then they tell you it doesn't exist. You see the thing, they tell you it doesn't it's it's a way to make you separate in your brain what you want to believe and what and what is real what's and, right and what is wrong and and that's true and the thing is though is cuz the crazy part is when you find out a truth a terrible truth an inconvenient truth you get angry about it because you don't want that to be the truth it makes you you should have a visceral reaction but it shouldn't be like some sort of zombie attack type crap. I mean, this is, we're talking different. This is, should be that type of reaction where the sense of justice comes through. You know, this is one of these crazy, just, <laughs> it's one of those times where you're talking about just, you know, how are you possibly going to be able to, to, like how do you first of all how do you combat that if you have a, a a ton of people just the lowest common denominator running around and you you're going to be afraid to go around in the city streets at night at after dark because you might get bit by somebody going right. nuts whether it be one of these freaking you know vampire people who are going around biting people just because they think they're vampires now or or they're a zombie i mean it's it's literally gotten to the point where we're being trained. Yeah, they're not hiding it no more. I mean, right. honestly, like we are 
legitimately being taught you know to to turn to have a turn off switch mm-hmm. like what is what is uh acceptable and what is not acceptable now you know you might think I'm <laughs> all crazy or whatever you think but why in the majority of the video games today is it about killing i mean you mm-hmm. got call of duty uh what grand theft auto it's okay to run around and just smash people's faces in and and basically that's because the government wants you to have a turn off switch they right. want to give you a topic that that makes it okay for you to go pick up a gun and and fight against and fight among each other even you know well heck i mean it's that even you know you the movies hollywood and well, even if you don't go with something like i mean there you got your obvious you could obviously attack something like a movie like a django unchained where you're talking about well whatever it takes to get i mean you know sacrifice children and women and whatever just just for revenge because because it's worth it which is crazy that's crazy talk anybody who had thought of thought about that before just 20 years ago that oh yeah just murder children and and babies and women and just old old people and so just for just to get that you know that that revenge that's that's what it's all about okay and maybe they won't even be yeah maybe they won't even become able to come up with the topic that they need in order to get us to do something but that's that's also when you know you brought up hollywood uh Mm -hmm. what is that movie about martial law uh oh the gray state that was supposed to come out there's no there's a there's a one that they have out already and uh they make it okay for like 24 hours for you to run around and and oh the purge yeah the, the purge. purge right okay yeah. it's stupid yeah oh my goodness man right again that's the thing i didn't watch because i'm just like how dumb is that but i probably should have because oh goodness, exactly what man. we're talking about it's, right it's putting in your mind well what if the government did do this what if the government allowed for a cleansing to okay. happen that's we'll, we'll one just, hell of a way for population control if you ask me exactly we'll let we'll let well again going taking this back to heroin okay we'll let you do all the drugs you want all the whatever you want right. knowing that in that one night the number of people who are going to be shot killed the, the the lowest again the lowest common denominator because what you want is you want an elite at the top and then you want a serviceable group of idiots at the bottom but you don't want any riffraff you don't want people who aren't good workers you don't want people who aren't aren't able to be used and so you end up with this situation like this where that's the perfect that's the perfect solution oh let's just have them od on some heroin and then we don't have to even think about them let's just have them be you know knocked off in some sort of gunfight in the middle of wherever because you know, and then we don't have to think about it. It takes care of a whole segment of society that that if you are a type of person who might be thinking about, well, well you know, there are too many people on the planet. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're taking care of that. <laughs> They're, right. Don't worry about it. They're taking care. They're working on Until that. Until it's your child or somebody you really care about, and then, right. then oh my God, what's going on? What are what, what is well, our government doing to us? Right, and the way they're structuring everything. I mean, just why do you, there's a reason why ninety percent of the Planned Parenthoods 
are placed in the 5% lowest income areas because they don't want you to breed because they want to kill off your offspring. Let's just take this conser- or this scenario into effect for one second in our, our conscience mind and think about it like, okay, there is martial law. Mm-hmm. The United States is, is set in a rule and a curfew for the people that aren't going to participate to stay in their house, lock down, do your best to, to keep away the bad guy. But those of you that would like to take part in this, Go ahead, go out in the streets and rob, murder, steal, kill, you know, rape. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Take all the drugs you want. Not only that, they're shipping in drugs, right? you know, so people that think it's okay, they can just go ahead and cut loose and that's going to kill tons of people. Then you also got to remember, you got to remember that, you know, you got special ops that are probably going to be taking place or taking part in this this thing again and then you got organized like killing that's going to cut down on that population right you need somebody that you you want to be knocked off you need a person that's certain certain political rivals they're they're done oh yeah yeah it's it's definitely i mean the boss the possibilities are endless and it that's right i wasn't even going that deep but you took it to an area that definitely is just that prepping prepping to be pointed out right prepping society for the craziest things i mean could you imagine 20 years ago if they had told you that people would get together so they could watch somebody get slowly cut up to death in a movie theater wow it's insane where we've gone Thank you for listening and have a good day.